Okay, so it's recording. Before we start, please check if your center is on your energy on, on your physical center, your energetic energetic center. And from there on, please click, click your grounding cord. It's beginning from your energetic center into the middle of the earth. And this grounding cord has two ways. You receive the information from Gaia and you give information into Gaia. Make sure you have these two ways. And please tell me the color of your grounding cord today. Mine is green. Mine is bluish green. Here. Mine is pink. Dark orange. Thank you. And with your clicker, please click your bubble around you. This is your own energy and information available for you. There are no children, partner, work schedules or something different in there. It's just your own energy and information. Okay, welcome here. When you are ready, please open your eyes. I would like to start by asking you what are your bright principles and which practice, which um, project did you choose to give your bright principles mass? Who would like to start? My bright principles are clarity, connection, transformation, adventure, and love. And your second question, I'm not clear on. Could you, th this, is, this is, I think, something that's done when the bright principles are first distilled, is it not? Can yeah, the, the three phases, we have three phases of distilling your bright principles, choosing your bright principles, and then also bring something into action, a project, mm -hmm that give you bright principles um, mass. Can I tell you, can I tell you what I'm currently doing? Yeah, this is my question, what you're currently okay. doing. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm organizing a rage club for free for 
the pe people who are protesting old growth deforestation on South Vancouver Island? And is this project including, also, is it specific for one of your bright principles? No, I didn't create it for that purpose, um, but it resonates with all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so what is the purpose of this project? The purpose is to infuse a conscious, thoughtware and 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 conscious skills of anger into the circle of protectors of the old growth forest so that they can be more effective and mm, there can be more that intimacy can exist so that in in their efforts okay and Scott, you are delivering ETBs? I am, we are planning the next ETB. I've delivered one ETB and we're planning the next one coming up soon. And who is we? So Nicole and Brianne are on my team as uh, we're on in a three cell mm -hmm. okay. for that. Yeah. And the last ETB, did you deliver the ETB by yourself or with someone? It was with Amanda in 2018. Yeah. So that was my practice ETB. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in a three cell with Patricio and with Devin. And the intention was to initially um, to do to do the, the to prepare for the practice ETB, and our focus right now is on on distilling the bright principles for Devin and I, and myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the we're still uh, it's it's been several weeks that we've we've taken the questions slowly, and uh, we're actually finishing this week. And one of the things that Devin and I have talked about is is offering bright principle distillation when we're done. And, uh, and so we have, we've done a little bit um, with ETB stuff, but, but the primary focus has been the bright principle distillation. It means that you are uh, going through the process in a few sessions? Yes. And, and Patricio is holding space for this? Yes. And um, are you offering something at the moment, Shannon? Uh, I hold space in several different places. I have a mm -hmm. group on Wednesday mornings. I have a, a, a possibility team on Thursday evenings. Mm -hmm. And then I have an, another group on Fridays uh, where we've been practicing 333 for about nine months. We started off with anger, then we did anger, fear. We mm. just finished anger, fear, sadness. Mm. And then on Fridays, we do all four feelings and we, we meet as a team. Okay. Thank you.
My bright principles are clarity, inspiration, and love. And the project that I've been doing that has been building mass for my bright principles is a project that I started in 2015 called Awakening the Village. And it has other projects that are part of it. And right now they include, I have a possibility team on Thursdays and I hold space for Money Club weekly also. I am holding space with Mia Glick for a study group for reading the Conscious Feelings book. Mm -hmm. And I have a, a live-in space that I've had for five years now that's a community hub that went through a death and resurrection and now is a very small kind of like living space where Brianne has come to live here too. So we're creating a bit of a next culture shared house. I've also been working on my mother graduation and I've, I'm pausing offering rage clubs right now. Oh, actually I'm offering another one this weekend and helping that that's part of bringing Scott to Calgary to do his ETB on May 8th, 9th, and 10th. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my bright principles are authenticity, learning, love, courage, transformation. And my focus, uh, I, I, I'm not uh, heard that the action project that gives it mass, but it, it feels, yeah, right, is uh, uh, doing uh, the feelings work, holding space for, for people doing feelings work. And, and in order to do that, I have been accelerating my own process. Mm. And and reaching out. Um, I have, uh, yeah, discovered some, some pieces in, in my personal life that I'm, I'm cleaning up. And uh, I'm almost there. My uh, uh, intention is to, uh, break free, I've done the mother graduation mm -hmm. and, and I'm into the, uh, the relationship, the adult-adult relationship with my two children. And uh, I'm also uh, breaking or, I don't know, restructuring the relationship with my own mother so that I'm, I'm I don't know, uh, it, it's not a written process or I've forgotten the terminology, but it, it is the, the piece where I, I, for the men's, it's like I take back my balls from my mother, that, that in, in my, my form. And uh, while also uh, keeping an, an openness for 
the uh, the friendship to grow between us, and uh, and shifting all the relationships in my uh, primary uh, primary family, you know, the my family of, of birth and origin. Mm. And uh, I'm seeking out the uh, three cell. I had just the beginning of a three cell of uh, regular, uh, uh, yeah, regular meetings where we hold space for one another uh, for emotional healing uh, practices, uh, or emotional EHP. Yeah. So, uh, I'm struggling a bit with creating three cells and I, I see that it's, uh, it's a box pattern uh, that has before kept me isolated and also uh, the emotion mixing. So as I, I have been working on that, I find that I don't have the compulsion to isolate and, and push people away, but I'm not yet. Uh, there's that, there's still the energetic veil, it's, it's movement, it's in, it's in process. But yeah, promoting intimacy is, is where I, I have my longing. Thank you. I am clarity, love, transformation. And I am giving my bright principle as the bright principle of love at the moment, mass, by creating a process where I can, where I can bring my heart forward again, which in my research happens in a gremlin enmeshment is this a heart gets closed and almost not in the right spot. So this is the research that I'm doing and <clears throat> creating um, a concrete specific process for this. I notice that there is no much clarity about um, how specific can that be of giving your bright principle mass. And as a trainer, one thing is that you become a space where the bright principles can make their work. So it is, it is a very important practice to distill them, choose them, and then giving them mass with a project, with a purpose for this specific um, practice. So of course that in general, everything is, 
is helping us, each practice is helping us to go out of the way so that the bright principle can make their work. And um, I notice a big difference when clarity is in this space and I really commit one project for one bright principle. And sometimes it's also very important to, to see, okay, one bright principle has been fed and it feels, it feels bigger, it feels more fed than the other bright principles, yeah? So it's normally the bright principle that is at the beginning. And, and also to experiment what, yeah, you can have conversations with the bright principles. What is the next step? What, what is the information that you can give me for the next step? And maybe also rearrange the, um, the name. So start with another one. Start with the, with the bright principle that it feels is not so strong at the moment. And to choose something that is giving this bright principle mass. Is there something for you that you want to share? I feel so glad about this clarity. And I noticed that the, that the, that there are projects that are more clearly in service to different bright principles and some that are even in, have a purpose of building mass for bright principles that aren't my three that I have clear right now. Thank you. My process, my habit is when I'm holding space, say when I'm calling in for a meeting is, is to dedicate the meeting to at least one sword principle, one soul principle and one heart principle. And so it's the fear that comes up for me is if I dedicate a project to one of my bright principles, it will be imbalanced in a way, like it won't have the heart and, or the soul if it's, if it's purely a sword, if it's purely a, a clarity project, for example. So could you tell me how that works for you? Yeah, so it doesn't mean that just this bright principle is online. Just the purpose is to give this bright principle mass. Mm. So it makes just a difference by the declaration that you are choosing for this space. Yeah. And I mean, if you are committed to your bright principles, they will be there anyway. The, the point is how conscious is the how conscious is the the way, the path of manifesting them, because they need. They don't have a body, right? They don't have this physical body. So they need um, the physical body to come into action, to be manifested. And this is where, um, in my experience, clarity of what is for what brings with the time really 
um, a matrix related to your bright principles rather than um, everything is somehow working with the bright principles. Yeah. Also to see, to grow, really to see, okay, for example, my, um, I had for longer clarity as my first bright principle. And with the time I noticed clarity has a such mass. It was so, so smooth. It felt so, so much mm, nourished than, than love, for example. Mm. Yeah. And, and to have constantly just this practice to connect with your bright principle and ask, what is the next step? So tell me what, what can I do? And really listen to this sometimes really randomly informations what to do. So it's not just, they can be also very specific small things to do. And, and, and it makes a difference with the time. Yeah, thank you. I, um, I have another question before we like, start with the practice. And this is what for a level of responsibility did you choose for the trainer path, North America? Anna, can you repeat the question? Yes. What for a level of responsibility did you choose in the trainer path North America? I'll answer. I, I, I sit here struggling with the, uh, the bright principle of clarity. And at the time when I distilled my, my principles, I, I had a lot more fog than now. And when you say what level, uh, it sounds like it's a low, medium, high, like kind of a scale type of answer. But this is, this is my purpose. This is a, um, I, I've long felt driven that like, like uh, Jonah, I, I, I would say, I, I feel like the, you know, the Christian Bible, Jonah, who is called and does not want to answer and doesn't and is highly resistant and answers anyway in the end. So and wait a I'm, minute, which which I is speaking when you say that, when you say I feel this resist, I don't want to answer. That is the oh the about the resistance. The resistance has been mm -hmm. in the the ego and box state. Mm -hmm. And that was before, that was before I uh, heard or learned about possibility management. Mm -hmm. And years ago when I uh, encountered expand the box, uh, I, it, it was just like so right. Mm -hmm. It was 
so right. This is what I will do. And there's a implant like, yeah, I have to go to Germany to get, get labs and trainings because all those years there, there, the access to labs was not, not easy. And I had my children and I did not have uh, that much uh, expanded space. I did not have the matrix to, to do daring things. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And Annie, did you, do you have the answer to this question? Which level of responsibility did you choose in the trainer path, North America? That, that, that so which level, of, it sounds like multiple choice. And, and my, my, my intellectual part doesn't know. Yes, mm -hmm. high, high responsibility. I'm doing uh, everything that I, I need to do next. I'm choosing uh, uh, the, the training over uh, social, I'm choosing training over, over uh, yeah, other things. I'm, I'm preparing myself full time. Uh, with this and getting ready to go and, and move on the adventure. Thank you. <clears throat> what did you choose? Me, what did I choose? what the others i would like to hear from everyone which level oh, yes. of responsibility okay. did the other choose in this trainer path north america i feel glad i feel glad you're asking this question because it's helping me notice that i didn't make a conscious choice in regard to being in the trainer path north america and I also noticed that that I'm I've been unconsciously aspiring to to adult level responsibility so that then I can move into archetypal responsibility. And I feel glad to have clarity about that and now to be able to say that I am choosing adult level responsibility to catch myself when I am, am kind of playing fair and, and using that to, in, to move into archetypal responsibility without knowing how. Thank you. I want to echo what Nicole said because I don't, I didn't, I didn't say I'm choosing this from a, a certain level, and and there was a part of me that that said, oh, this is this is radically responsible, but I still am practicing to to be and 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 have adult level responsibility in my life. 
Thank you. I chose radical responsibility. And I feel scared saying that and glad saying that. I, I chose to be in a process, an, an emerging, emergent, to be, become an emergent process of radical responsibility. So. Thank you, Scott. So why I am asking you this question is because um, it makes a difference in, in your trainer, in the trainer path where you are. Um, if there is a mixed context or a clear context, so already you have a mixed context about adult level of responsibility, high level of responsibility and radical level of responsibility. It means you are, you are active in different trainer paths because related to the level of responsibility, the trainer paths look different. There are different spaces. So I would like to give you examples so that it's, it's tangible and you can add your own examples, please, yeah? So there is this trainer path in North America with no level of responsibility. This maybe doesn't even exist or exist someone in somewhere in jail or I don't know. This is, I don't think this can actually exist. This is another trainer path in North America based on a child level of responsibility. It, in this trainer path, North America on a child level of responsibility, you um, will make messes and not tidy up. It means so very specific, you are blaming others, you are rescuing each other, uh, you are playing victim, victimhood and is, is valid, is accepted. And maybe you are also projecting on each other, giving your center away, you're are expecting others to fulfill your needs. And um, you don't know that you have a gremlin. And you don't know that you have a box. So the driving force in you is unconscious. And in this trainer path on a child level of responsibility, there is confusion. There is, there is no one wanting to take responsibility for what is this space about. Then you come late to the meetings, you have excuses and all of this. You maybe don't attend meetings because you had a bad night. And in the trainer path North America with an adult level of responsibility, then you have some distinctions. For example, the box being gremlin distinction. In the trainer path North America on adult level of responsibility, then you start to tidy up your own messes. And it means that you are 
um, busy with your own projects. This is your own thing that gets the energy and the attention. And there is sometimes low drama happening. There is sometimes emotional reaction happening. And, and it's okay. It's somehow tolerated in this space. So, and so, so slowly can also be a higher level of responsibility where sometimes emotional reaction is valid. Sometimes it's okay. And sometimes it's okay to blame each other. Maybe you had like, you know, you are stressed. So in this, in this um, higher level of responsibility trainers, they can have excuses for the emotional reactivity. In this trainer path, um, circumstances, you as a trainer are still victim of the circumstances all the time. So it does sometimes happen, radical responsibility or higher responsibility and sometimes not. Sometimes you, you put your energy into the trainer path, sometimes not because it's too much for you and you have a good excuse for that. And in the, in the radical level of responsibility, this trainer path, it doesn't have any validation for emotional reactivity. It means when you discover, discover an emotional reactivity in this space, you speak up and you let your colleague know, um, I have a purple card. Oh, what is going on? And please write it down for an emotional healing process. This is not an emotional healing process space right now. And um, it means you are committed to the commitment of the other colleague. You can, you, you, you commit to the archetypal lineage of your colleague. And there is where the purpose is bigger than your own project. And things are coming on the table. It means you are cleaning the poop on the table. You are, you are finding out what blocks you as a trainer to create collaboration. This is where you have your gremlin on the leash and you are also growing in, in the feedback and um, that your colleagues are giving you. And you are also active giving feedback. So the, um, the holding back thing, yeah, is not happening. How do you feel about that? Do you have questions or other examples that you want to add? I mean, it affirms for me that I am I'm committed to radical responsibility and it's it's like a magnet for me. It's like that is the direction I'm going. And I still have the holding back feedback thing. You know, I still I mean, of course, I have gremlin, I have shadow, I'm not. But my intention is to allow that magnet to pull more responsibility out of me and, and to be receptive to that magnetism. 
and it is the stand that I took at the beginning. So I feel, I feel glad that this magnet, well, I feel glad at the idea that this magnet could be even more strong within the space, at the center of the space, that radical responsibility could really continue to be the purpose of this space. And some, I feel, yeah, I feel glad. And, and fear because it, it means the stronger that magnet, the more transformation is likely to come up in the space. And, and I'm up for that too, so thank you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. And uh, thank you. Go ahead, Anne. Yeah, your words on it are hit me as affirming that I'm on the track that I want to be and I'm moving on it quickly. Um, when you talked about uh, the adult level responsibility, cleaning up messes, that's, that's personally, that's, I, I realize that I have some messes that to clean up and I'm doing that thing so that I can take that energy from these messes and move that forward to that, the, the next level. I feel on the, I, know, I don't feel, I feel, I feel glad, I feel glad to be on the cusp of the, that next, uh, the, the, like just about to burst. Sorry, I can't do that in my app. Thank you. I don't. What, what came up for me as, as you were sharing is that the level of responsibility I have committed to in this, in this North American trainer path and, and how I show up for it is, oh God, I don't need, wow. I am taking a radical level of responsibility and I'm, and I'm feeling myself feeling emotional. Um, I'm feeling sad and, I'm, and there's also fear that I was denying the level of responsibility that I have. And so you can put the purple card up. And I, and I wonder, and I know that's, that's gotta be related to me not, not making more offers. There's something there because I know that, that I hold space really with integrity. And I feel sad that, that I was diminishing, that I was diminishing how I show up. What, what worked in you? What was the mechanism that happened in you to to deny. Part of me that in my personal life, 
there's still, there's still a lot of work that I'm doing. And, and there's still, you know, there's still things with, you know, with gremlin and with, with you know, decontamination and, and, and so, so I was, I was comparing, I was judging things that are, that are happening in my personal life um, with, you know, like where I, where, where I want to be at a different level and, and, and thinking that, well, if I don't have this together, then I'm not radically responsible here. Thank you. Shannon, when you said you can hold up the purple card, that didn't really land for me. Like, my, my guess is that what's going on in the tears and all of this is closer, it's more in the realm of an evolutionary process. I, and maybe there's a, a emotional healing processes involved, but just, I don't, particularly, I don't particularly feel like you need an emotional healing process around this. It's just, you, you declared one thing, but the reality is different. And I see you showing up with, you know, committed to a radical responsible path. So the tears in my view, like this is more about like landing with where your X on the map is actually. So that's, that's my impression. Thank you, Scott. There, an emotional reactivity doesn't, um, so can also be that block, right? This, what brought you to deny and not just the tears, but there is obviously something and you found it and I'm glad that you found it, yeah, that brought you to to not see what you want to see. And this is something to explore, definitely. Thank you. Just want to bring this thing. So when you are speaking, I have the sense that there is something like an linearity about how this process or how this choosing and committing to radical responsibility should be. So I should do this first and this first and this first. And then I could say I am in this level of responsibility and then this and then this. And it, it might happen that it might be that your box is tricking you there. And, um, and you, you should have a plan. Otherwise, you can't commit to the radical responsibility or you should to be able here to, to always be like this, always uh, navigate, you know, and um, what about if, what if the, the driving force of your evolution is the commitment? So you commit before you know how it goes. And by doing this, just the whole thing doesn't, doesn't that is not squashed in this linearity. And every time when you, when you catch yourself or, or your colleague gives you a hint about, oh, there is something, then you just, ah, oh, perfect, wonderful, here on my big book, or can, you, can I please speak into the space or give me possibilities for, you choose 
a way to explore that. And this is not, there is no something like perfection in, I guess, no something like we always and never. Yeah. So do you have some resonance with that? Very much. Yes. Yes. Especially when you said supposed to, that it's supposed to look a certain way. And, and the level of commitment is very high. This time is non-negotiable for me. And, I, and I'm here and yes, mm. yes. And this team, this team and, and us being a team and us showing up as a team is very important to me. Thank you. Shannon. Again, Thank I, you, feel, I feel so glad about this question, Anna, and how you described how, how the different levels of responsibility look for the North America trainer path and the questions about what blocks me as a trainer from, from collaborating and from, I, and I, I can see now that the level of responsibility that I'm at, so my, my X on the map is in adult responsibility. And when I come into the North American trainer path space, I, I am committed to radical responsibility here. And, and it's very much, uh, a, a work in progress, like a learning, I'm on a learning curve. And I, I noticed that some of the things that I, I feel so glad about the clarity and so scared too, because <laughs> I can see what I can see where I, where I limit myself. When I have stories like, like I'm not the space holder in this space. So then I, 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 sh I can't speak up about something. Or, and then when I think about making a proposal about something, I, I kind of dilly dally about it. And, you know, it goes around in my mind instead of coming out of my mouth. And I, I have a, I feel anger about that. And I, I want that anger. I, I want to use that anger consciously to, to, to do something different. And I feel so scared hearing myself say that. Thank you, Nicole. I'm glad to hear the commitment for the space, where the space is bigger than, uh, than my personal little project. This is like my personal little project is in the space as well. And my commitment is much bigger in the radical responsible context. And if you all, this is very, it's one of the first really questions that matters in a team is which context are we moving on? Because if you have different contexts, you will have this results also, confusion, because you have different purposes. And did you change your mind now after this little exploration which 
level of responsibility are you choosing in the trainer path North America? Yes, I choose, I choose radical responsibility. I choose radical responsibility. Thank you. How about you, Annie? Uh, I've chosen and I choose radical responsibility. Thank you. Oh, I feel glad and I feel so my sadness about of, yeah, in the connection. And um, I want to go into a practice with you today um, and I would like to do, to do this in, in, maybe we just, because we are a small group, we do this just here. And this is, um, I would like to celebrate first your, so I celebrate this clarity in the space. So thank you for bringing your voice and, and choosing your clarity. Um, so you can start practice straight away. There is, um, there is sometimes an assumption about being a trainer that I want to clarify. And this is that the space holding ends when the training is done. And somehow this is not accurate because the magnetism that you are talking that you were talking about Scott um, happens when you start to embody what are you talking about so you start to do what you say you would do and you are living the distinctions that you are delivering and this magnetism can be so strong that um, people really want to be part of this. And when I have the assumption as a trainer that the space ends when the training is done, when the training is finished, then it can happen that I go home and I start to make my messes there. For example, I, um, I lie, I steal a little bit of money, I don't, uh, I don't take time, I'm stressed, I'm busy. And I would like to make this now in a radical, honest practice visible. So being a trainer is choosing a certain lifestyle and not, it's not a job that you do when the training is on. Um, and this is what I call the secret drama life of trainers. And I would love I, I want to invite you to be the first um, now to start to share about something specific that you experience in your in your life where you are still feeding a drama, carrying a resentment, having expectations about something. You are creating the mess and not tidying up. You are still choosing that. And, and the people who are listening, yeah, this is 
this is an active practice of letting, letting your bright principle now giving you information about something. Yeah, noticing what, do you have a question? Do you have a, something to share? But we will concentrate first on one person. Yeah, this is clear? Scott? I'm just willing to go if there's nothing else. Go. I sat down this morning with an intention of working on a project. Like I had an extra hour. So it, it, right now the, the project is, I'm writing a, a page about my self-worth. Like, like basically it's a bio, it's a bio of myself, but really infused with like self-worth. And then I'm gonna take a snippet of that and put it in the event page for the old growth defense project I'm doing. And I just, I got a sentence in and I started watching videos on YouTube instead, which is, which is, uh, I'm in the gremlin decontamination process. And that is something I'm setting limits about, but I haven't really like really committed to like clear limits around the, the YouTube thing. And, but what, what I noticed with this pattern is that I end up getting, I get blase, I get casual with commitments and then I forget about them and I let them fall off. And I, I come up with the story that that's just how my brain works. I can't do anything about it. It's too difficult. It doesn't matter anyway. And one of the payoffs is that I get to act like I'm really responsible because I, I make it look like I'm going to my, and my grandma makes it look like I'm going to succeed and go through the thing. But then if, if I don't succeed at it, then I just sort of let it silently die. And I'm like, uh, it's too complicated to retrieve it. It's too complicated to resurrect it or bring it back to life. Or so I act like it's, it's, it's fine. It's taken care of. And it's a real consequence. It's a real, yeah, it makes a big difference whether I spend an hour focused write, writing and completing a project like that, or if I just get just let myself get distracted. So, how do you feel about this, Scott? I feel sad and scared about it right now. Mm -hmm. What is the sadness about? I, I feel sad because I because I really, there, there is, my being wants to complete projects. So I wants to really wants integrity in me. And when I don't, when I let my shadow side win and create chaos in place of integrity, it's just, it, yeah, it feels like, 
it feels like I'm living for, I'm living for all the wrong, like my life doesn't have purpose. There's just no. Mm. And yeah. And what is the fear about? I feel scared that the patterns are just really that deep and I'm, I feel scared that it might be true or that, and I think scared too, that I'm just expo like the, the path forward is, it's either letting the same thing repeat or just exposing myself and my shadow more and more and being radically honest more and more. And yeah, I feel scared to dig into this part of my shadow because it just feel it just I can sense that there will be a lot of reactivity coming up from me. And I really I really uh my box and my gremlin really want to avoid that reactivity. Really don't want to get messy or get yeah. Mm, thank you. So team. This is now a place where you can practice landing distinctions. So with your whole five bodies, you land a distinction and you offer a distinction to Scott. And by doing this, you provoke a liquid state. Do I take notes or? Are you asking me if you take notes? Would you like me to take notes? Yes, so that's what I'm asking. I don't have the answer to this question. Okay. So do you notice that you give me in, the, in this moment the authority to say yes or no to yes. you? So it means if you don't, I, I don't know. So what do you want? Your team will, will give you distinctions about this mess that you are creating in your life. Do you want to take notes? Yes, I do. Thank you. Scott, I volunteer to take notes if you would like to be fully present and it is being recorded. So I just offer that possibility. Thank you. Um, so who would you like to to start. Are you asking me who I would like to start? No, I like, I asked the team, what is the impulse that you have practiced landing a distinction now, giving him something where he can, um, where he can go right now? What's coming up for me is a being with, a being with the mess. And as we clear, as we clear away things, other messes get revealed. And asking what that mess is, is telling you. Go, next. 
Go, Nicole. You don't need to know in your head. I feel, I feel glad that you feel scared about about this. It. I suspect that you your box is freaking out about looking good, and I feel glad that you're scared about that because I think you'll need your fear to expand out of that. In which way, give him a practice, how he can use his fear for this. You could use your fear to, to do an experiment about moving through, moving into what you're afraid of, moving into the, the wall and, and use your fear to navigate through that wall Thank you. Something else. My impulse is uh, uh, find a, a form of free cell, a three cell who, who uh, uh, with others who resonate with that challenge and attack it as a team. Possibly by doing experiments of, of, uh, uh, creating uh, parallel times where uh, we all uh, say what we're going to do in this amount of time and then report back at that time and then see if there are, are uh, healing processes or issues to work through and then do another experiment. Keep repeating that until the roots come out for all of, all of the three cells. Thank you. Scott, how is the gremlin schedule, feeding schedule going? Do you have 50 foods in each body? A list of 50 foods, food possibilities. I do have a list of 50 foods. Yeah, yes. do you? In yes. each body? Like 50 for each body? Yes. Oh, wow, no. No? So yeah. you have space to add, yeah. Oh. So when, when, you are, when you have a commitment, you want to do something and you disappear in the black hole of YouTube, which body is being fed? Which, which, which type of body gremlin and in your gremlin schedule is being fed? Intellectual and energetic. Yes, you lose your presence. What is so good about losing your presence? I, I don't know what's good about it, but I, I feel fear to be present. Like, like I, there is resistance in me to be present in nothingness. It's more about approaching presence it's less I can be present but approaching it there's something about approaching nothingness that feels like dying each time mm -hmm. to me. and this is where your fear stops you your emotional fear about 
approaching the space, yeah. becoming present. Yeah. So this is a very specific um, exploration that you can do. Scott, I want to remind you that you are a mage and I would like to invite you to treat yourself as a mage. Give, give him possibilities or give him like a specific, something specific. Yes, and so, so if you invited a mage into your home, would you present the mage with YouTube? What would you present that mage with? So imagine Scott East, the mage, coming into your home. And what would you do to honor that mage? Mm. In every space. Go. It's not part-time. Being a trainer and being a mage is not part-time. What, what is it, Shannon? Give him the distinction. What is it if it's not that? It's moment-to-moment. -moment. It's moment-to-moment -moment choices. And in every moment, in every moment, it's there. You can choose. You can choose the responsible story. You can choose the responsible action. The responsible, every moment, Scott. And here's another one. And another. And so, every single one is precious. So, and so, the, oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I just want to, just because I'm aware of the time and I really want to have another person, I, I want to ask you, um, Scott, after, after receiving this information in all your bodies, what is one specific step, one specific and realistic step that you, want, you would like to, you want to manifest until the next meeting and you will report about this in, next, in the next meeting? Well, I, I want to ask Shannon if you would be willing to hold space for me for an emotional healing process around this. Something I really, yeah, just to go kind of deeper into connection with my mage and explore that, those edges. Are you open to that? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Can you please report next meeting to your team? How is it going? And if, if you have a date already, if already happened. Like report next Wednesday? Yeah. I feel fear that I will forget or yes, I will write a reminder. Thank you. Google Calendar, yes. Thank you. 
Okay. Who is next? I'll go. I notice that one of my secret dramas is that I use the evidence of what happened. It can, I, I'm constantly seeing evidence that I am either being judged or that I should be judging myself. Can you say the last, the last sentence again, please? That I should be judging myself. What, what is this coming from? Which, which part of you is this? It's, it's, it's my, it's my gremlin. trying to keep me safe by getting me to notice and, and keep myself from doing things that I, I, other people will judge me about. And how do you feel with this practice that you are doing unconsciously? I feel sad and, and angry about it. And I feel scared because it, it, I, my story about it is that it's so deeply entrenched in me. Has your, do you have a favorite judgment that you are repeating yourself over and over again? Yeah, it's a, there's so many to choose from. My, my favorite one is that, is that people are gonna, I, I, that I'm doing something that's gonna make someone change their mind about liking me or wanting me on their team. And I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick people out of a group that, that are, are going to change their mind about me if they find out how wrong and bad I really am. Team, please don't hold back. Go without knowing. Nicole, I want to invite you to, to make a list of a hundred things that are in, that make you incredible, that make you an incredible space holder, trainer, person, mom. One hundred for each. 
go just without knowing. You don't decide who pushes you away. It's not up to you. You can't control it. It's the control of that is an illusion because people will push you away for not doing anything or whatever. Their, their reasons are their reasons. <clears throat> it is not more likely that people will, will push you away for inaction than it is for, for action. Your, your, your refusal to act is serves a different purpose than that. You're rejecting yourself before others can reject you. And what, it, what would it be like to have an acceptance party and everybody can tell you what they accept about you and what they value in you? There is a distinction between the sentences, the trigger sentences in your, in your head. Yeah, these trigger sentences that repeat yourself. Yeah, you are not good enough or something like that. And a gremlin feeding time. The gremlin feeding time of self-judgment is, I call it the Scorpio mode. Yeah, so you poison yourself with judgment. And when this is happening, then your gremlin is hungry and you are feeding your gremlin unconsciously with self-judgment. So how are you doing with your gremlin schedule, feeding schedule? How is this going? What, tell me what is your gremlin feeding, feeding schedule? Last week, two weeks ago, I stopped the gremlin feeding how I was doing it because it wasn't, it wasn't, the story I had about it was that it wasn't working, it wasn't doing it how, and so now I'm, I've been letting my gremlin kind of show, I'm noticing more about what my gremlin foods really are now. Mm -hmm. And do you have your list with 50 types of food for each body? I have, I, not for each body, and I've written that down as something to do. Yeah. So which, which, what is the feeding that you're doing by the self-judgment Scorpio mode? It's feeding, it's feeding my emotional body by making me a victim. Yes. It's it's also feeding my intellectual body because it's breaking things down in my mind and sorting and, and. Yeah. And you are a victim and a persecutor at the same time. So you are internalizing the drama. So what's yeah. out, which kind of rescuer possibilities are you also offering yourself in this tension of being a drama, uh, uh, being a victim and a persecutor at the same time. So I think there's a lot of, so the first distinction that I want to give you is find out what is a trigger sentence and what is a gremlin feeding and when is a gremlin feeding happening because they have different, different ways to heal, different ways to transform. 
and different ways to go go through the process. Yeah, thank you. Nicole, I've I've been uh, watching the uh, uh, the emotional or the the possibility. Uh, I know emotional healing process, possibility coaching uh, uh, videos, and and have been uh, very interested in your progress. And I'm noticing for myself that this is still present, but it is not so tight as it had been. So uh, there, I there the there's not any more, uh, I guess, videos, but I, I'm wondering if you are continuing to find people to hold space for you, find people to, to give you feedback, do the emotional healing processes relentlessly, and to track the, the level as it fades. So I want to bring the, the clarity about in the, in, the, in the trainer path. This is not a team, this is not a possibility team space. Yeah. So you can offer each other distinctions. So with the distinctions, you create a liquid state. If, if your distinction is coming from your five bodies, you, you touch your partner and then your, your partner will have a liquid state with that. Yeah. So it's different than offer possibilities. And it can be combined, it can be a combination, yeah, but just for you to have clarity about normally when you are holding back in this trainer path space, yeah, then navigate and to bring a distinction into, into the space. Is this clear for you the difference? Uh, I would like an example. Yeah, in a statement, for example, you uh, in a statement, or um, you you could do this, you could do that. Yeah. So this is a possibility. I give you just a possibility, but I don't give my partner at the moment, my colleague, anything to for you know for the box to go liquid. You could do that, you could do that, right? And because you are committed to a radical level of responsibility, and I have noticed this is something that you can practice every meeting. I have noticed there is maybe something for you stronger, is to really start speaking without knowing. Like let your bright principles come online and just bring the distinction. And yeah, at the beginning, we are not very elegant right but the more you are practicing the more elegant are you are you getting in your distinctions and elizabeth may i offer you a distinction yes please this is feedback for you person okay I wait wait scott um <clears throat> nicole we're closing then something to say from your side yeah. 
I would like a do-over. Yeah, wait a little bit so that Nicole is, is complete. Okay, Scott, go ahead. You are, okay. And Elizabeth, this is about how you delivered the, your distinction or what you said to Nicole. It sounded like you were, you were, your words were going over a bumpy road. You were hiccuping, bouncing. There were a lot of ums. It sounded really unclear. And so I want to offer you the distinction between going over a bumpy road and going over a smooth road and that you can choose how your words come out. And the distinction is around how you are breathing and where your attention is going, where your attention is flowing as you speak. Because it really, it created a lot of energetic clutter while you were trying to offer what you offered to Nicole. Can you give an example where the attention can go? So examples of, of where attention can go specifically? Yes. So for a bumpy road, your attention might go to a place like, am I making sense? Do they like me? Do they not like me? How is, am I going to be, it's going to be these voices, these voices in your head that are coming up, self-judgment, all of this. A smooth road is you are connected to your being. You have your, you're noticing your being. You're noticing your bright principles, your archetypal lineage. And you are trusting in the link between those places and your breath and your voice and your, the point of contact between you and Nicole. So that when you speak, it's as though a river is flowing through you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Nicole, may I try that one more time? Can can you say any can you say I want to try this one more time? Can you say that? I want to try this one more time. Nicole, I, my impression is that you are having ghosts, that this is not you and you have made the shift. Trust I, the shift. I understand like she needs to update her own story about herself. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, energetically, the shift has been made. And there's just the, the faded story. Thank you. Thank you, Kenny. Okay, everyone. Um, I, I am so glad you chose to be the source of what is needed in this space because this is exactly what you can just practice 
24 seven to be the source of what is needed. So there is no way you would not know. So every time when you notice something, that is your, the job on your table to source for this. And imagine what for a space is this partly bubbling, intense and powerful space when everyone is doing the same. Something to add, something to delete from this meeting. your commitments and your space holding today. Yes, thank you. I would like to propose on trainer, trainer days that it's a two hour meeting and not 90 minutes because I, I want more of what we were getting today. And I, I, I feel sad that it's ending so quickly. Thank you, Shannon. Are you bringing your proposal next meeting when it's no a TTTS oh. day? Yes, I am. Yes. Thank you. I want to say that this meeting was so rich, that it was so rich that every bite of it was, was feeding me was feeding my trainer, was, it was, I, I'm in awe at, at what I, I get to take away and, and practice and play with. Wonderful, yes. I have noticed, Scott, when in the meeting, when you celebrate, you celebrate with one hand. Can you tell me more about that? It's probably because I'm holding my possibility stone. Can I you think. show us your possibilities down? It's a crystal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It came from, it came actually, it is not a, it's not being blessed in the official process, but it's the one that I've chosen. And it was gifted to me in Brazil when I was down there on my birthday for the so for the trainer path from Jesse, who's the space holder down there. Mm. So, so I'm, it's the one that I resonate with now. So you can just, if, if you want this stone to go through the process, then you can bring this to any lab trainer. You know that? Yeah. I, and, okay. I, that, and I, I will do that. <laughs> okay. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for your presence and for your choices today. So I'm glad. See you Anna. someday. Bye. Thank you, Anna. Bye.